I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. It's about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. Join movement expert Aaron Alexander as he dives into the minds of the foremost innovative healthcare thinkers and movement masters on their approach to optimal health and wellness. A line podcast. But it does not occur, you see, to the ordinary civilized person to regard himself or herself as an expression of the whole universe. It should be obvious that we cannot exist except in an environment of earth, air, water, and solar temperature, that all these things go with us and are as important to us, albeit outside our skins, as our internal organs, heart, stomach, brain, and so forth. Welcome back to the Line Podcast. My name is Aaron Alexander. In today's beautiful episode, I got to have a man, Dr. Jack Cruz, on for the third time. If you have not heard the other two conversations, I highly recommend you checking them out. Jack is a world-renowned neurosurgeon, and uh, you call him a biohacker. I think he embraces that term. I know that he embraces that term. In fact, um, he is renowned for speaking on matters around light and water and magnetism and the effects they have on the biology of us. So really fascinating conversation. We get into all that and uh, some really controversial subjects in here. So I'm sure there's certain people will have uh, be affected by this conversation, which I think is a good thing. And uh, get into the value of simple things like surfing, for example, really breaking down all the individual components of the health benefits of just being out in the ocean, being out in the sun, being out in salt water. Uh, So really fascinating conversation. I hope you guys enjoy. I hope that the other surfers know that UV and IR light, especially in the morning and cold are a medical solution to a medical problem. Thank you so much for tuning into the website, aligntherapy.com. That's A-L-I-G-N therapy.com. You can run on to there and grab yourself the 10 best self-care practices, free ebook video guide, uh, where we get into the ins and outs of effective self-care. Uh, I got a quote for you guys. It is, this is from Bucky Fuller, Mr. Buckminster Fuller. Uh, really, really amazing guy. If you haven't looked into his work, I highly recommend. Um, he is born in 1895 from Milton, Massachusetts, died on July 1st, 1983 in Los Angeles. That's unnecessary details that I'm reading off of uh, the internet right now. Uh, Quote is, there is nothing in a caterpillar that tells you it's going to be a butterfly. Isn't that fascinating? I think that's really great that uh, we just don't know what our potential is. I just recently had uh, a birthday pass here on July 7th. And um, during that time frame, we just a lot of reflecting taking place around um, what's what's been working on creating what i'm becoming what i'm what's what's to come in the future and uh fascinating that the potential that we may have that we don't even we haven't really even tapped into so uh really nice buckminster fuller check his stuff out um as well if you guys want to check out align podcast on instagram or any of the social media i post up pictures of my birthday and various different fun stuff on there so 
videos around movement, videos around self-care, and uh, things to help you all out. So I hope you guys enjoy that. Um, I think that might be about what we got here. I wanted to read a quick little... uh, review and then send out a box of four sigmatic mushrooms to the 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 reviewer this is from tie-dye chef it says never disappoints i am still enjoying so much all the podcasts aaron just seems very real and chats with his guests about things that some of us might not want to admit to ourselves so kudos obviously there are always different points of view so i agree with some and not with others but overwhelmingly i feel a sense of solidarity with the search for meeting that's a great book as well man search for meeting right there um so thanks so much tie-dye chef get after us at uh, on social media anywhere online podcast and we will send you out a box of mushrooms through four sigmatic thanks so much for doing that uh anybody else leaving reviews on itunes if we uh, read your review we will send you out some some mushies and hope you guys absolutely love it um thank you so much for utilizing the amazon affiliate link on the right hand sidebar of the blog and podcast page anytime you make a purchase uh, of anything on there just bookmark that link and then uh, align podcast foundation gets about seven percent of that purchase costs you absolutely nothing and just takes a little bit from amazon and drops into the align podcast reality so thank you so much for doing that all right here we go back to the show with the good doctor jack cruz thank you so much for listening align podcast i appreciate having you back man it's really really sweet of you um some of the stuff i wanted to get into is getting into some of like the 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 more intimate details of what's happening when we're doing something like like i find surfing to be like the fountain of youth to me every time i go surf all of a sudden life gets better anything i was stressed about starts to kind of dissipate and go away can i can we kind of dig into a little bit of like some details you notice of what happens by just swimming around in the ocean and in the sun and floating and all that stuff yeah, I mean, surfing is the probably the ideal exercise for a mitochondriac to do because it puts you, A, in usually a suit that leaves most of your sun expo- skin exposed, puts you in the sun, puts you in the ocean. And if you happen to be doing it in the Pacific Ocean, it's the optimal water temperature between 50 and 55 degrees. When you're doing that, you're grounded. Um and not only that, generally you're building your dopamine level because you're in the sun, and that's actually what sunlight does. Hmm. Uh, people fail to realize that uh, we are built by nature to be addicted to the sun. In fact, yeah. Yeah. there's two chemicals that are made in our body. One is is dopamine that most people know about, but what they don't know is there's this other chemical called POMC, and it's you spell that P O M. Uh, C and it gets cleaved into five or actually should say six different chemicals. But the one that you should be most interested in when it comes to surfing is called beta endorphin. A beta endorphin happens to be an opioid that's probably best studied in people who exercise. Uh, But what people don't know, you don't need to exercise. All you need to do is go out in the sun and you release beta endorphin. And what that tells, you know, the mitochondriac or the quantum biologist that just the fact of being in the sun, nature built us to be addicted to the sun. And this is the type of opiate that you don't have to go out and uh, start doing heroin or, or other things like that. No, it's, it's actually a very serious point. I'm going to explain to you why. People who don't go out into the sun are like the people who you've recently seen died in, in, in public life. Like you open up variety. You want to know why Carrie Fisher died. You want to know why Kurt Cobain died. You want to know why Chris Cornwell died from Soundgarden. Why? Because they didn't have the proper amount of beta endorphin that's out there. 
um, they had to use other means and modes. What's the other chemical that is released by sunlight? The cannabinoids, meaning the endocannabinoid system. So people who like to smoke a lot of weed or think that weed has a medical basis, I chuckle at them because they basically just told me that they don't go out in the sun enough either. Mm. So two sides of the problem, you know, we have this opiate crisis in the United States right now that's being, you know, pretty highly publicized. Uh, and most of the people who, you know, have recently died um, have had lifestyles that basically were created by blue light that brought them out at night and not during the day. I mean, think about the lead singer for Soundgarden is a perfect example. Have you ever seen a Soundgarden uh, concert at, at 6 a.m. in the morning? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> the answer is no. And, and you know, you think about the way in which he died, that he had to be on an anti-anxiety medicine and taking all these other things. But we don't put two and two together. A rock star is around non-native EMF and blue light for probably 40 years of his life, of his 52 years. How about Carrie Fisher? Who did she used to hang around with? John Belushi with his sunglasses on. Right, and right. what did she do? She was a movie star. Her autopsy just came out. Go, go to Variety and go take a look at what they found in her system. She was supposedly have beaten her addiction. Well, guess what? She didn't. And why is that? Because her entire career was based around blue light and non-native EMS. So, dude, you're a surfer. Hmm. Guess what? The reason why your intuition is telling you that you're correct is because you're building your dopamine level up. And, and, and why is it a double whammy? What people don't realize is UV light builds dopamine quickest, but guess what else builds dopamine up? Cold through the neuroadrenergic pathways. So you've got the double whammy. So that's the reason why surfer dudes, you know, the 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 uh, the stereotype that you get are pretty much laid back, chilled out, nothing really bothers them, and they're happy go lucky. Well, guess what? There's actually a biophysical basis for that lifestyle. And people do not realize that it's there. And it really aggravates me. I got this thing going on. Uh, it's so funny we're talking about this. I didn't think we would ever lead into this. <laughs> but I got this thing going on today on my Dr. Jack Cruz Facebook page of a bunch of these obedient idiots that are, are trying to give me shit about talking about Carrie Fisher's death and, and, and they don't realize I'm trying to explain to people why this happens to people and, and they really don't want to hear it, dude. They, they don't see that the link is there. I've even posted, you know, a recent blog post that I wrote on LinkedIn that ties directly to, you know, this issue. Um, and people don't realize and I hope you realize, because this is really important for you to get out. I didn't know you were a surfer, but now that I do know that you're a surfer, there, I hope that the other surfers know that UV and IR light, especially in the morning, and cold are a medical solution to a medical problem. Hmm. And cold water immersion just at like 14 degrees C, which is between 50 and 55 uh, Fahrenheit, which is what you find in the Pacific Ocean, uh, increases the metabolic rate by 350%, and increases norepinephrine by 530%, and increases dopamine by 250%. And, you know, before this podcast is over, 
I promise you on this little Skype thing, I'm going to send you the link. In fact, I'm going to do it right now. So not that one, but I'm going to send you this one. You can put it in the show notes. Cool. Take a look at that. And that is a, a paper out of the European Journal of Applied Physiology from 2000. We're talking 17 years ago, my friend, where we've known this. But yet we have people on my doctor f- Facebook page that don't think it's appropriate for me to talk about, you know, how Kurt Cobain, Carrie Fisher, or here's the, the latest one. How about Tiger Woods? Tiger Woods you know, getting pulled over for a DUI, not from drinking, but because he's using prescription drugs. Well, you know, he's not out playing golf anymore. You know, he just had back surgery. Mm -hmm. What do we know about back surgery? It usually goes hand in hand with low vitamin D. What does low vitamin D mean, my friend? It means not enough sun. And he happens to be an African-American guy that has darker skin. What do we know about darker skin? You need more sunlight exposure. So here we go again. Is, Is all this linked in quantum fashion. See, I I always make this comment, Aaron, that humans do a really good job of seeing stuff, but they're horrible observing truths. And that's the reason why I guess you caught me at a good day because I'm a little bit salty about this. (laughs) I don't think I've talked to you and you've not been a little bit salty. (laughs) But this one is really good because you asked me about the surfers and you want to know the truth. I do believe that surfing um, but that environmental change could help somebody who has an addiction, whether it to be to porn, sex, drugs, alcohol, or food. Yeah. Um, and I want you to know that your intuition is spot on. And the reason why your intuition is correct is because nature built us to be addicted to that beta endorphin and to those cannabinoids. And guess what? When you surf, dude, you're getting your fix every time you do it. Yeah. And it's the proper kind of fix. I've heard that the the cannabinoid receptors are partly responsible for your you know your brain body's ability to forget information or let go of information or purge information. Well, I don't know if that's anything that you've maybe that's total BS. Well, I think everything everything I say in the, in those realms is just me regurgitating things. But is there anything with that of like purging? There is there is something to that, and and it's interesting. I had just done an educational consult actually with one of my members about this topic and you may find it interesting. One of the things that we do during daylight is cortisol and brain derived nerve growth factor are also stimulated by sunlight amongst other things. And that's what actually builds the arborization of, you know, your neural networks during the day. But guess what trims them? What trims them actually is progesterone, which is related to mitochondrial function through making water, but here's the big one, melatonin. And here's what people don't understand. Melatonin, um, especially in podcasts and in in the ancestral world and also with most of the food gurus, they don't realize that melatonin is really a solar hormone. Why? It's made from an amino acid, an aromatic amino acid called tryptophan that actually absorbs UV and infrared A light. Well, guess when you make that? You make it in your eye during AM sunlight most. But guess what? It doesn't come into play in terms of activation until there's an absence of sunlight at night. And my recent talk that I went up to in Vermont exploded this concept, uh, Aaron, in two and a half hour talk that it's not live yet on YouTube, but it probably will be in the next week to two weeks. And when it is, 
you may be able to link, you know, that YouTube video to this podcast because we're talking about it because I don't think I can do the talk justice in a podcast with me and you talking back and forth without showing you some of the slides and, and, and how the ties are to light. But I want to make sure you understand that dopamine, melatonin, and the other chemicals we just talked about are all light mediated hormones. And it also means that's the reason why the, the studies are out there that show that if you get great AM light exposure, like say if you're taking the waves out in La Jolla from 6 to 10 AM before you go to work, you're going to sleep like a rock star that night. And the reason for that is because you're making ocular melatonin first. The ocular melatonin goes through the water pathways after it gets through the central retinal pathways. And those ret central retinal pathways start in the eye in the retina and end in the leptin receptor. And what people don't realize, there's two areas where those seven total areas that don't have a blood-brain barrier, but that's where this information travels through water networks. And those water networks connect all the way back to the pineal gland, and they don't act until light is absent for four hours. And that's when melatonin acts. But what people don't realize, what regenerates melatonin actually is AM sunlight. So that's the reason why you always hear me, hear me railing against supplement and food gurus who tell people who can't sleep that they should be taking oral melatonin. It turns out there's studies out there that show if you take oral melatonin, you actually are ruining your retina by doing that. So I tell my members, not bueno. See? So here again is where nature built you, Mr. Aaron, uh, a beautiful little story that – the reason why you feel good surfing, you're starting to realize, man, that's like my oral melatonin supplement. Yeah. All I needed yeah. to do is go out there. All I need to do to build my dopamine level to be a nice guy is to get out on that surfboard. So I'm going to tell you your lead-in question was awesome. Why? Because it opens up you know, a whole topic uh, that people just do not realize that the connection with nature – we are designed to be addicted to. And the problem is our modern life keeps us from seeing that natural addiction. So what do we do? We have to fill other things that people sell us, that they can make money and turn us into an obedient idiot by having a low dopamine level to offset those two key chemicals in our brain. So any of your friends who are listening to this or any of your listeners listening to this, if they like smoking weed or they like taking Vicodin and things like that, by definition, you're not addicted to nature. You need more sunlight in your life, and guess what will magically happen? That will go away. So what about a person like like standard, stereotypical surfer bro bra guy who also likes getting high? <laughs> or the guy that likes to smoke weed and go surf? Or like is that do you think that that's a that's a steadfast rule that I don't, I don't think it's a steadfast rule. I have, a, I have a, a good friend who's a doctor who lives in La Jolla who actually is a surfer. And the only thing that I would say that he does probably badly is he drinks uh, wine and maybe occasionally to excess, but it's usually when I'm hanging out with him. <laughs> I, I would kind of tell you, that I think when you have a high dopamine state that you can affect some low dopamine behaviors. But here's the key thing. You know how like um, people will get together and they'll drink wine, but you're not, the, the real problem with addiction comes when you have to do it all the time. Right. So right. I think you can spend some of your dopamine uh, bank account, so to speak, 
or even your melatonin bank account, when you want to do this every so often, the, the, the problem becomes is when you have to do it chronically. And I think the surfer dudes, you know, that stereotypic mentality, I think that's out there, but I don't think it's realistic. I don't know. I know quite a few surfers and I don't know too many of them that are really addicted to anything but surfing. Yeah. Um, and that's the truth. I, I've never met a group of people that are more addicted to their sport or their hobby than surfers. And it's always fascinated me because when I became a quantum clinician 12 years ago, I began to put together the parts of actually why that happens. Because there is a deep lesson here. And I think it's kind of cool that you brought it up. Um, and it's almost like the universe is actually entangling us a little bit because on my doctor Facebook page today, and for those of you, you know, you probably won't hear this the day this comes out. Today's June 20th. So if you go back and read my doctor Facebook page today, you'll see what got me salty about it. It's about people that would rather bury the truth about certain people than showing them the other side of the equation. I, my job as a doctor is to educate people. And when I see a teaching opportunity, I don't let it go by the wayside. It doesn't matter if it's politically correct or not. You know, I, I think you know, a perfect example, you know, I wrote a blog almost five or six years ago about Michael Jackson's death. I want you to think about Michael Jackson's death and Carrie Fisher's death and how similar they were. Both revolved around the heart. One and both revolved around the fact that neither one of them can sleep. Think about the industry they were in. You know, Michael's story was a little bit different because he used a mitochondrial toxin called Diprovan to go to sleep. And why did his heart failure? Well, the doctor who gave it to him didn't realize that that anesthetic drug, A, was not safe to give to somebody with a mitochondrial disease. So why did a 50-year-old guy who was involved in the music business, since he was probably five years old, really have this bad untoward reaction? Not only was it, you know, all the shit that we learn about in medical school that you should never use this drug without an endotracheal tube, that's true. But dude, what people don't realize is Diprovan is a mitochondrial toxin. It affects the cytochromes. So here we have a guy who has known autoimmune diseases, who also is by definition a low dopamine dude, just considering his life. Think about all the other addictions that he's had. And then we give him this toxin. We, and we, are, we seem to be shocked as a as a, a mankind species that this guy had a heart attack because of that. I'm not. Dude, where do humans bury their mitochondrial density and their freaking heart? How did Carrie Fisher die? She was on a plane disconnected from Earth on a circumpolar route. Well, guess what? She was loaded up with drugs, but she died from a heart attack. Again, where's the mitochondrial density? What was the stressor? The drugs and the plane flight going over the North Pole. And if you don't believe me, you can read my jet lag prescription. It tells people when you fly over the poles, you're getting way more cosmic radiation, which again brings us back to the light story. Cosmic radiation is way above the visible spectrum. What is it? It's also a mitochondrial toxin, yeah. just like Tipravan is. I was at some uh, like meditation, something gathering, whatever, and the, the the guru in quotations. One of the one of the things that he was saying, I actually found pretty valuable. He said said that uh, modern people tend to move around the world as as in the form of cesspools. You know, where we just keep on holding on to all this shit, and we don't know how to purge it, right? So if there's some way to you know allow our organism to be a bit more porous, to let go of the day's garbage, then disease, and from my perspective, doesn't 
really manifest. I think disease is a, is a product of us holding on to toxic garbage and not having actual access to a release valve. Is that, does that make sense? Does that sound like some hippie no, I, new age I, nonsense? I actually think it's kind of brilliant because <laughs> um, one of the things that I think people don't realize is when they're in the low dopamine state, I call them obedient idiots. And I don't do that uh, from a negative connotation. I'm doing it because I'm trying to educate people. Because when you know you live a low dopamine life, you need to realize that change is going to be really hard for you because dopamine is the chemical that allows you to change. And once you know that you live that low dopamine life, you should expect that you're going to have sleep problems. Why? Because dopamine and melatonin are both made from AM sunlight. So the key thing for a, an obedient idiot or a low dopamine person to realize is that they need to be the sphinx every morning. Yeah, they need to sure. get up and be in the light. And what you just said is absolutely the truth. The reason why low do- dopamine uh, states remain and the melatonin level gets destroyed because they never change the environment they're in. Mm. So I want you to think about any of the big names that we just talked about today. I want you to think back about what you really know about their lives. What are you going to notice? You're going to notice that they always wear sunglasses the wrong time of the day. They always have their body covered. It's a container. You got it, dude. It's, yeah. it's the environment. And, and listen, addiction research is pointing to this loud and clear. And I, I hate to say this, but my profession, the psychiatrists, uh, you know, all the people that are making shit tons of money off these people just do not realize that we need to get people back and change the environment. And, you know, I'm going to say something now that it probably will make you smile and it may make other people, you know, laugh when they hear it. But I truly believe that if we could get people to surf who had an addiction, they would actually do a shit ton better. And yeah. is that not cheaper than Betty Ford? I mean, you could tell me, Aaron, how much does a surfboard cost? It's my best investment. I, I, I bought a used one for 300 bucks and I use it literally almost every day. Would you agree that uh, a night in the Betty Ford clinic, probably for, you know, anybody who's been, it's probably about two to $3,000. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so, it's crazy. But you have to realize the reason, the reason why you have a um, billion dollar business built around addiction that people are making three, $4,000 per day, treating these obedient idiots. That's a problem too. In other words, you have low dopamine people being taken advantage of by other people when all we need to do is reintroduce them to nature, to change the environment they're in. Now, you have to realize a low dopamine person, they're going to find that pretty difficult to do. And that's okay, too. You know, um, the key thing is if, if you have somebody in your life that's like this from any addiction, let me just tell you something. Just go to their house, wake them up every morning, and be consistent. You can you can tell them that you're you're going to take them out for coffee or whatever else it is, and eventually, hopefully, like Aaron, you can convince them to go sit on the beach with you. You will immeasurably help that person. And and guess what? How much did that cost you, Aaron? Nothing. See, the sun is free, and that's the reason why my message is very inconvenient for the paradigm. Because guess what? Once you realize that you do have that doctor in your head, you just need to keep filling him up with sunlight. Then your intuition grows and you get smarter and smarter and smarter. And guess what? As the environment changes, 
the next thing you know, all the problems that you had before that were built around a low dopamine, low melatonin state magically start to go away and you become a mitochondriac because that's the key. Yeah, I think that's why a lot of the, you know, like upon traveling around the world, which I know you've done a lot of as, as well, seeing a lot of like third world cultures, which is such a silly term. A lot of times those people will be the healthiest people because they're the poorest people and they do the free thing. And the free thing is jumping back on, you know, mother nature's teat and plugging yourself in. It's when we outsource all of these activities and supplements and, you know, like all the different expensive things. They're expensive because they're detached from nature. You know, just, just think about the, the political argument that's going on in our country right now about Obamacare and the disaster it is. And, you know, you'll hear one party talk about, oh, well, we can't get rid of it because we have to protect, you know, the poor people. Well, guess what? That they don't people don't realize that the poor people are being taken advantage of by the paradigm. Truthfully, nobody really needs, you know, expensive health care, but they do because they have Cisco, Google and Apple constantly blowing blue light into their eyes and non-native emf all around them and selling them shit like michael jackson's music and carrie fisher's uh movies uh while we listen to Soundgarden, and we don't realize that and you know why you don't realize that because you're an obedient idiot because that's what dopamine does when you have a low dopamine state you see but you don't observe the real foundational problem And that's the reason why, Aaron, I got, I was a little bit salty today. And it's not salty because I'm upset. It's salty because the people that made the comment on my thread don't even realize they're the ones I'm talking to. And, And I do not, because they are in the dark, I don't want them to deride anybody else who comes on my page that day and realizes that I'm trying to give you a solution to that problem. And when you started this podcast, you're doing the same because again, you're a dude that doesn't know the science, you know, ice cold like you should. And here's what I'm gonna tell you, you're probably gonna love this. The hippo and the lion doesn't need to be taught how to live either, right? <laughs> but do you know why you know why humans have a really big problem? You know, you know why I smiled when you said the thing about surfing? is because that's you being able to act like a hippo on a line. See, the problem with us, Aaron, is we're the one species that has this really smart thing between our ears that allows us to break all of nature's rules. And we think just because we're able to do that, that there's no biologic toll. Well, it turns out there is. Mm -hmm. And that's what we've been talking about, you know, for the first half an hour of this podcast. And the key thing is I look at you surfing the same way I look as a lion going after a hyena or a hippo doing something in a river that it normally does. And that's a good thing. I, I don't want you to be a zoo animal. I want you to do something that our species is designed to do. And I have to tell you, surfing would be on the top five best exercises yeah. on, in my book that I can think of. And, you know, I've talked about this already with my members. For people who are listening to this who are not members of my website, you know, I've talked to people about free diving and this and that. Um, there is huge implications for light water magnetism when it comes to these things. Just as the same way I rail on food gurus and a lot of paleo guys for advocating 
that people eat a paleo diet and go inside a CrossFit gym under blue light and work out, which is, is it's, you know, that's kind of like one of the stupidest things you can do. It's like compounding you know, adrenal fatigue. It's exactly. like all the factors towards adrenal fatigue at once. <laughs> it's not I'm on the case of CrossFit. Not, that's not it at all. People misunderstand and misappropriate things I say. I mean, the, the key thing is, so I want you to do those things outside. Like yeah. those idiots that are on Venice Beach, they're good idiots because they're outside doing those things. I mean, most of them are roided up, which is not great, but at least they're doing it outside. Yeah. They're not doing it under blue light, which will ruin their mitochondrial function. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think, here's the greatest thing. I'm, I'm wrong. I just thought about it. I was just going to say, I don't think you can do surfing underneath blue light. And then I thought about that place in Dubai that has an indoor you know, surf place. So I guess we have even thought about how to ruin surfing, but I tell you, I think surfing in most places, in the United States, besides the middle East, um, is probably one of the things that I don't think even man can screw up. Um, and it's important for people to hear the reasons why. I wanted to give a quick thanks to Four Sigmatic for bringing this podcast to us today. Four Sigmatic is a phenomenal company, and they have a special gift for folks that leave reviews on iTunes. Uh, if we read your review on iTunes, we will send you guys out a box to sample. Uh, they create medicinal mushroom powders, blends with teas and coffees. Highly recommend them. Uh, Tim Ferriss, Sean Stevenson, all sorts of great people have been getting down on these guys. Um, so get yourself 10% off of any Four Sigmatic product at foursigmatic, F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C dot com slash align, A-L-I-G-N. That's foursigmatic.com slash align. Get yourself 10% off. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of this conversation. All right, bye. Yeah, I have a feeling that I already have a sense of your opinion on this, but what do you think of the future in human bionics and, and the singularity and us living to whatever a thousand years old and replacing organs and body parts and do you have any sense on yeah the I level think of bullshit of that or accuracy I think artificial intelligence is another paradigm of control for obedient idiots i think it's abject failure yeah. and it will be an abject failure do i think bionics has a role i think it does because anything we can do to the improve the human condition is good but here's here's the crazy part when it comes to guys like Aubrey de Grey and Kurzweil, you know, who are big parts of that artificial intelligence and the singularity nonsense. But they don't realize neither one of them are mitochondriacs. You know, Aubrey de Grey sells himself as a mitochondriac, but he's really not. He believes that we can live to 200 to 250 years old. And I'm going to tell you that if you understand how mitochondria work, every 10 years we live, the heteroplasm rate in mitochondria increases. So you know what that means? Your death is pre-programmed in. Do I believe that you can get an extra 20, 30, 40 years? I do. But do I think that we're ever going to get to 200 to 250 years based on, on mitochondrial biology? The answer is no. Now, if you ask me, could we use an artificial way to augment mitochondrial functioning? Yeah, I think we could. But you know what that means? Instead of using graphene or silicon chips, you know what you're going to have to use? You're going to have to use things like chlorophyll and hemoglobin. And that's the reason why when you talk about those parabiosis studies, you know, where they take one young animal and hook it up to an old animal, uh, you can actually increase the lifespan of the older animal. The reason why is because it, ha it comes from the blood plasma. 
of the younger animal. And we know in medicine already that younger blood plasma has a huge effect. Well, think about what does blood do? It absorbs light between 250 and 600 nanometers. So that means that the photopigments in your red blood cells become better photonic detectors in order to give that light energy to the mitochondria. Because remember, as a mitochondria ages, it's not as efficient. In other words, your Ferrari, you know, that you were at 20, becomes a Nissan sensor blowing black smoke at 70. And that's built into the cards of your system by nature. So do I think the more appropriate thing that I teach my people, that what I tell people in mitochondria, your goal is not to live to 200 years old. It's actually to live a, a life filled with health span. Hmm. You know, longevity will come along as a side effect of that. But you know what really determines your longevity, Aaron, is your mitochondrial DNA, which you get from your mom. So guess what? What mom and grandmother did really cast the die and you're just your your bad behavior or good behavior and and the choices you make in your environment is additive or subtractive to that effect and to think that we can somehow re-engineer nature 3.8 billion years of biology in with human technology to me is one of the most arrogant statements i've ever heard of in my life so when people mention you know, DeGray or Kurzweil or AI, I, I'm like, good, you let them do that, but I'm going to take the other path. I'm going to teach people how we're built and designed by nature, and I'm going to teach them to optimize mitochondrial functioning because I think that's going to be a way better idea than selling somebody a dream to buy pills, supplements, body parts, or graphene fake eyes and arms because that is that that to me is exactly what big pharma is in terms of big technology. It is a pipe dream that people who have a low dopamine state will be drawn to. And and Aaron, you probably know me well enough now that that's not those people are not even in my tribe. No. I have a feeling there's going to be a, a pretty maybe maybe it's already happening, but a pretty definitive split between kind of like you know like the beatnik group of people which would be like probably you and i in this in this definition of people are like i'm just going to stick to nature and taking my shirt off and being outside and then right. the bionic people that's like well i can just outsource it to te- technology i feel like there's going to be a really hard turn in the road there for people probably in the next coming years maybe right now i don't know is that actually already have that turn i mean we already yeah. have people we're doing hip and knee implants at record rates i mean we do fusions on people's lumbar and cervical spines at record rates. And these people are known to have higher chronic neolithic disease due to mitochondrial dysfunction. So I would say to you that the reality that we're talking about is already here. We just don't observe it in the proper optic because most people have a low dopamine state. So I would tell you that I think the future you're speaking of is already here. And man's demise in the AI or technology realm is clearly evident. We didn't have any of these diseases prior to 1879. And why do I mention the 1879 number? You know, what happened that that year? That's when the Edison. Edison, yeah. Yeah, that's when the light bulb, the incandescent bulb showed up. And that's when we had to build out the power grid. You know, prior to that, we didn't have mitochondrial disease. Like autism, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's disease was extremely rare. 
But most of the people that did get diseases, what did the diseases come from? They were called diseases of darkness back then. That's where the word lunatic came from. That's where uh, rickets came from. That's where you know coal miner's lung came from because what did we have? About 700,000 years ago, humans started to wear clothes, so they started to block the quantum yield. Uh, about 400,000 years ago, we started to use glasses over our eyes. We've got sunglasses that we found in, in ancient China. These things are why we didn't see huge amounts of mitochondrial disease until the latter half of the 18, uh, 1800s. But we have rapidly changed that situation since that time in the last 125 years because man has adapted to creating an alien light source. And that alien light source comes with another problem, the power grid to support its function. See, that wireless power grid up in the sky, you're designed to connect with, with your feet on the ground or your feet in the water while you're surfing in the sun. See, that's that wireless connection you need to maintain. Nature Build that into photonics. See, man's world, man's modern world, is built around electronics. Electronics work on silicon, and photonics works on carbon-based semiconduction. There's a big difference, my friend. And I believe that was the planet to explain to people the difference and to show them that it's really not that hard. It's just like I said to you before. I want you to be like the lion or the hippo or be like Aaron Alexander connect with nature by doing the things you're designed to do and surfing happens to be one of the optimal choices that you've made you know you talking to me on this podcast without eye protection probably not so smart i have what about so that's a question i have i guess what, what there was another thing i was so excited about what i was going to say but no, with the screen so during the day not having eye do you want to have eye protection on I your screen all day long Dude, I got it on right now. But for me, it's for me, it's three o'clock in the day. Like I'm, I'm like getting hit by sunlight through my window right now. Well, it's five oh eight here, and technically, I told you it's not, it's not uh, sunny out here today. But the reason I have it on is because you're making me do this on Skype. So what am I getting from Skype right now? Based on the filter, it's still twenty seven hundred Kelvin, but still, that's not optimized to what the sun is. So what am I doing? I'm not getting any red light through here. The See, red light is the protector for blue. So what do I do anytime I'm on a computer? Uh, anytime I'm under man-made light, I always protect my eyes. Hmm. Always. And this is the one time where I'm going to tell you it makes more sense to wear clothes uh, because you want all your skin covered, too, when you're around blue light for the same reason. And that's part of the reason why I believe that melanoma is much greater now than uh, in years past. I mean, I use this analogy with someone today in an educational consult that, you know, there's a famous girl that you probably have heard of. Her name's Khloe Kardashian. A lot of people don't know that, you know, I think she's like 31, 32 years old. Uh, she it recently got shown that she's uh, got some infertility issues and she was surprised at hearing that. She's also had three bouts of melanoma. So I want you to think about this. She lives in Southern California. So everybody's going to immediately blame it on the sun. But here's the interesting thing. She never goes in the sun, and all three places that she got the melanoma are in non-sun exposed areas. So how does she make her living every day, my friend? In front of a TV camera. Right. And, and what kind of light do they have to use to do that? Blue light. Blue light, yeah. LED light. Uh, xenon enhanced light. So guess what? 
that's the kind of system. And she never has eye protection on. You know, she only has eye protection on when she's out in the sun. So think about it. She's done everything possible. That's why at 32 years old, she's got the problems that she got. And she never talks about this publicly. Why? Because her and her doctors haven't put it together. The reason I mention it here to you is I want you to understand when somebody says, hey, I live in Southern California, I should be okay. You're making the assumption that you live out in the sun. Most people don't. And I, I always point this out to my people here in the South. If you know anything about Southern living, we have great you know, water, sunlight, and seafood here. But you know what the problem is? When it's hot, Southerners now come inside into the power grid for the air conditioning, and they never go outside. And then what happens when it goes below 50 degrees? They dress like it's the Arctic, and they come inside and they heat themselves. So the question is, when do they actually see the sun? The answer is in the modern world, never. And that's the reason why we have the stroke belt, the hypertension belt, and the heart attack belt in the South. And the irony is, if we could get them to reconnect with their local environment, we could actually reduce the incidence of all those things very simply. Why? Because we know that sunlight reduces blood pressure. How? Through nitric oxide. What makes that? UVA light. Ultraviolet A light actually makes nitric oxide in your skin. And guess what? Blue light on your skin actually increases heteroplasma rate, makes your blood pressure go higher. So when you start to think about the way these things work, and people don't, you know, they just think that sunlight is sunlight, and they think that the light that's in their house is the same. Nothing could be further from the truth. And it's my job to get that information out to people, to let them know. I, I think that most people who listen to this, and I hopefully they won't take, take this badly when I say it, but they're obedient idiots to a certain degree. And the crazy thing is I'm trying to get this message out across social media, across podcasts, uh, because I'm going to tell you, I do believe that you can raise your dopamine level by reconnecting nature and then share a little bit by losing it. It's kind of like what we're doing right now. It's kind of like what I said to you before about my buddy who's a doctor in La Jolla. Yeah, when we drink too much wine, we gave some of our dopamine bank account back. We gave some of our melatonin account back. But what's the cool thing when we connect in real life? See, when I connect with my buddy, we're seeing each other, we raise our dopamine levels up because we're friends. But see, when me and Aaron connect on social media, we raise our dopamine level up a certain level, but not as much as we would if we were in the same room having this discussion. Yeah. And that's one of the things about your generation that really concerns me. Instead of having you know, uh, relationships and connections you know, in real life, most of it is done online. And I have to tell you, my friend, for me, that's a big, big problem. I really like connecting with people. It's part of the reason why I love medicine. I love seeing patients. And I love seeing them change their life. When I talk to somebody and see their nonverbal communications and see their face change, I know that I can raise their dopamine level up. And guess what? Most of the people that I'm talking to are obedient idiots and they don't even know why they are. But one of the things that they do know when they talk to me and they see the words I use and the passion that's there, they feel different. Yeah. And they're not sure what it is. And I'm telling you what the difference is. Because when humans are together, we can raise the dopamine level up. In other words, a higher dopamine level person can help a lower dopamine person. And that's the reason why podcasts, that's the reason why my form, that's the reason why social media is important. But the way that I'm going to interact with you 
on social media is not going to be the way everybody else does. It's kind of like what we started this podcast with when I told you I was a little bit salty about that thread on my doctor Facebook page. Why? Because I had low dopamine people trying to make people who were there to learn even stupider instead of trying to elevate their game. And that's something that I can't tolerate. I have to show people that there's other ways of raising dopamine and melatonin. And, you know, you brought one up. I told you the sun is the best one, but cold is another. I shared with you the, the, uh, the article. Here's the other one. The big one is friends, people that you care about, that, you know, the people that you love, you know, your, your spouse, your, your next of kin, those people. If I could tell anybody who's listened to this, you want a great biohack dude, cut all your likes and your friends on social media out to the people who you really care about. That way you won't spend so much time on Twitter and and Facebook and go out and start, you know, a guy's club or a girl's club every week and make sure you get together with those six people in your life that you truly care about and that you want to raise their dopamine level. And you know what? Just do this. Get them to go surfing with you, Aaron. Get them to come out to the beach. You know, if you're going to drink a a beer with them or have a glass of wine, dude, you do it outside. Say, come on. And when you have the sunglasses on, where the sunglasses are, or on top of your head or inside your shirt, you know, and believe it or not, you won't even have to tell them to do it. They'll look at you and see where your sunglasses are and they will follow. Why? Because they're going to sense that you're able to raise their dopamine level on and see this is how people start to change. And that's how you can help people. You don't have to teach them the science. Like, I don't need to stand here on this podcast and teach you exactly how tyrosine and tryptophan and the phenol ring absorb, you know, UV light and how it happens. Now, am I going to do that in that Vermont video I told you about? Damn straight I am. Because I want people to know that I'm not full of shit. I'm as serious as a freaking heart attack when it comes to these things. But here's the best news for everybody who's going to listen to your podcast. You don't have to know the science. All you need to do is do what humans are designed to do. And if you want to surf, you want to go out and have a picnic, you want to go out and walk in the beach, you want to go out and ride, you know, a jet ski, do it outside. Stay out of a gym. Don't do the things that are going to pull you in to man's light. Stay out in nature, connect with it. I tell everybody, you make a far better connection in the forest than you'll ever make in a Starbucks. One of the things that's in the the works, as you mentioned this, I'll just you know make the offer. If people have any interest, they can email info to Line Therapy, and we're going to do an Align Surf Retreat, which would be getting into everything that we're talking about. So throwing that out there, here's you're kind of like inviting people like, yes, we can actually do that. (laughs) And we can all get together and do that. I think that would be, I I, gotta be honest. I think that's an awesome thing. And I don't know if you know, Aaron, I do this every December and January for my members. Um, I started doing it about four years ago. I have a member retreat. And at that time, in fact, I used to do Skype consults during that time, but this past year we had almost 50 people show up and we meet in Playa del Carmen in Mexico and we spend a week to two together. And what do we do? We hang out on the beach. We do the things that we're talking about. And this year we expect over a hundred people. And the thing is it's gotten bigger and bigger. And this year I'm changing the rules. I'm not doing any Skype consults. I'm going, if you want to come talk to me, (laughs) you need to come talk to me. 
yep. like real. You know, I just I just had this happen two weeks ago when I spoke in Vermont on 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 uh, June second and third. Several of my members came who had never seen me. They've only had an interaction with me, kind of like you're having with me now on on social media and also on the podcast. And one of the kids said to me, he goes, dude, you're so different in real life than you are on there. And, and I said, do you think that that's really a difference for me or is it maybe the difference in how you're perceiving me? Because when you normally see me, your dopamine level's lower because every time you see me is through blue light. Right. Now you're right. seeing me in a real light. And, and maybe you think that I'm easier to understand in real life because could it be that maybe you're in the right kind of light to actually understand better? Yeah, and dude, it's the truth. It's absolutely the truth. Well, you're talking about entrainment and how, you know, a quarterback and a wide receiver connects or dancers connect, you know, or just being around someone else. You're always in training with each other. And when we're doing this via via Skype, uh, since you since you kind of reprimanded me, I've just been looking out the window, looking at my lemon tree in my backyard here. And I actually feel a lot better. (laughs) I'll tell you something about that. There's actually data out there that show when you are inside doing what you're doing. If you just look at a tree or a leaf or you just look at the water, it raises your dopamine level. So I want your listeners to know that, again, your intuition is good. And you know why I'm enjoying talking to you today is because the fact that I know you're a surfer now, that tells me that you're definitely more intuitive than most other people that have me on podcasts. And the fact that you did that without even having to be told about the science that backs it up, dude, that's that's the line being the line. That's the hippo being the hippo. That means Aaron – Keep doing what you're doing. And, you know, I hope you you spread that message to people because that's the key. Maybe the next time we do a podcast, me and you, we'll both be outside. Instead of, <laughs> instead of you know, doing it inside, you know, those are, I'd be honest with you, I've done a couple of podcasts outside and I really like doing them, but most of the people get pissed off because they kind of want to see me and this and that. And when the, the sun is so bright here, you know, the screen gets totally whited out. You can't see anything. And I always tell people it's not really important to see anybody. What's really important is actually to hear the words and see their face as maybe they're saying it. It's much better to do it, you know, around a campfire or at a surfing retreat or at a a meeting. And I can't stress to you enough that I really, really, truly hope that one of the things that comes out of this podcast is that maybe somebody will get on the phone after listening to it and call somebody up who they really care about, who they haven't seen. They may have seen them 19 times on Facebook in the last week, but they haven't gone out and had a coffee or a glass of wine or, you know, just to touch that person, you know, to shake their hand, you know, to go have a foot massage together. You know, whatever it is, it's really important that you do that with people because guess what? That's how you actually can help raise someone's dopamine level up. You don't have to do anything exquisite. You don't have to get a special box from a supplement maker every month and spend, you know, two thousand dollars a year. Those guys want you to do that, but you know what that does? It just makes you a bigger obedient idiot. Yeah. And you know that doesn't make me popular with those guys. But you know I'm not in this to be popular. I'm in this to try to help people understand how we work in nature. Yeah. I think it's the closing of, this is again, more metaphoric talk, but the closing, there's a, there's a certain circuit that you close and you connect when you're actually connecting with another biological organism, be it nature, be it a person, whatever. And when we, we get tricked into believing that we're actually connecting when we're connecting on social media or, you know, Facebook, whatever. And 
but that's it's it's blocked because you're not actually you're in training to a computer and you think that you're in training to a person but you're only partially getting the signal from that person and i think that's that's again one of i think one of the cornerstones of modern disease if i was to venture a guess i i think but you know i smiled big time when you said that because the fact that you did say it again makes me realize that you get it. You want to, you may now understand why when you become a new member on my form, I have this rule. And a lot of people think it's a stupid rule. Um, but I don't want you to put a stupid avatar. I want to see a picture of your face. Right. And I want to know who I'm talking to. Um, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not, I'm not interested in being popular. I'd rather be someone's wake up call than everybody's cup of tea. And and it's really, really, really important. I, I know that my message is very inconvenient for a lot of people, but you have to realize that ideas that require people to reorganize their perspective of the world always invites hostility, especially when that person you're talking to is a low dopamine human. But guess what? If they persist in listening you know, to the message I'm trying to give, especially to like podcasts like this, because I think this podcast for me has been really, really good predominantly because I've now realized, you know, that you are an intuitive guy because of the things you do. I'm hoping that somebody out there you touch by starting this podcast. I mean, to me, this is quantum entanglement to truthfully, it's kind of like we didn't know what road we were going to go down, but really this is a true quantum biologic discussion about how dopamine and melatonin and cold work through, you know, norepinephrine. And yeah, I can teach you all that science, but I want to get the message to you that you don't need to know the science. You just need to get out in nature and you come with this unbelievable software program built into you, you know, and you've been tapping it this entire podcast by looking out the window, telling me about the surfing. You know, even your facial mannerisms, it's kind of like you can see things are going off in your head and you're paying attention to that that doctor in you, that intuition. Just keep doing it. And I think your podcast will be even more successful than it's been because this will resonate with people. You know, people do want to know more of the details, but dude, people don't give a shit about how much you know until they know how much you care. And that's the, that's the truth. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, and the thing is people always ask me why I do what I do because I have this, I am so pissed off about how I was lied to my entire life to, to do the things that I'm doing, you know, in medicine when I, to realize that the, the answers are way simpler than the things that I was taught. When I think about how many years I wasted learning some of the things that I thought were so incredibly important. But the crazy thing is, the the reason I can reconcile and live with it myself now is because without knowing all the bullshit that I had to learn, I would have probably never tripped over and stumbled upon quantum biology. And now, dude, this is what I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about teaching other low dopamine humans the things that I learned. And I, I I have no... I have no illusions that this message will not affect everybody. And I'm not in it to save the world. I'm in it to save part of the world that is interested in saving itself. I love it, man. 
that's all we got time for. What's what's um, thank you so much, man. I, I love I love getting to getting to dig in with you every time. What's how do people learn more about you and find find your work and all that? Well, they can come to my website at jackcruise.com. It's spelled K-R-U-S-E. You can also find me on social media at, at Dr. Jack Cruz on Twitter. And my doctor Facebook page, I think if you uh, go to Dr. Jack Cruz on Facebook and just read the stuff that I write every day, you after about two or three months, you'll get an education. Uh, but if you really want to know the details, come to my forum, read the blog. I have a blog and a forum there. Um, my job is to educate those who want to be educated. Awesome. And, um, I appreciate the further inspiration of the Align surfer treat. Again, anybody has any interest in checking that out, um, info at Align therapy, and then we can get people together for like a biohacking, surfing movement, self-care kind of, kind of weekend. So throwing out there, people are interested. Let's do it. All right. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. And hopefully we get to do this live. What the heck? <laughs> Every time we do it, we're like, we should really be live next time. Next time. I'll yeah. be, in, be in Mexico for my member retreat December 23rd through, you know, January 6th. So come on down. Okay. Yeah, I will. Um, I'll be in there's I'm actually teaching a thing in Costa Rica in December. Maybe I could just do like a little central slash Mexican tour through there. That would be actually pretty convenient. Pretty close. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. Well, thank you so much again. I appreciate it. And uh, over and out on the recording part. Align Podcast. Thank you once again so much for tuning into this podcast. If you guys want to show some support, show some love for what we're doing here, um, you can jump on the website, aligntherapy.com, A-L-I-G-N therapy.com. And then from there, a uh, couple things you can do. One of which you could actually donate through Patreon. There's a link on the right-hand sidebar of the blog and podcast page. Uh, you can utilize the Amazon affiliate link. Uh, anytime you or anybody you know buy some crap on Amazon, please and thank you. Bookmark that link. Every time you do it, we get something like 7% of your purchase and it helps support this show. It is awesome. So great. As well, something you could do that is ultra helpful. If you or anybody that you know um, has ears and likes books, uh, tell them to check out the audibletrial.com slash Align. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E trial.com slash Align. And then from there, that is uh, you get a free audio book from Audible. They have something like, I don't know, a bajillion different titles to choose from. Uh, one that I would recommend that I got from them was Shantaram. I, it's a huge book and uh, again, all free no matter what size the book you get. And that got me through. I listened to that as I was traveling through Morocco and uh, just really, really amazing website. Uh, amazing service. Couldn't recommend it more. And uh, it kicks us down some scratch. Every time you guys utilize that free thing, costs you absolutely nothing, and you get a free audiobook, and you support the show. Boom. Um, thanks so much for reviews on iTunes. That's greatly appreciated. And thanks just in general for listening. Thanks for supporting. Thanks for, for spreading the word. All right. I can't express enough how much I appreciate all that. If you guys ever have any questions or comments, you feel free to email me directly at Aaron at aligntherapy.com. And I would love to talk. All right. See you guys.
Thank you for listening and remember to join the movement by subscribing to the podcast. If the information has been helpful, please share and leave your comments in iTunes. Aaron personally reads each one and it makes all the work worthwhile. Together, we will make a difference and continue to bring more powerful and inspiring messages to the world. Align Podcast.